Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try new things. I'm Marcus, and that's Nick. Hello. Nice. And now we're done. Good. We can go home. We woke up early. We, we wrapped up this podcast early. We get to go to bed early. We like it. I thought to myself, how long could I stay silent and just let you go? Where would you go? What would you do next? Imagine I, would, I said nothing else. Um, well, my stomach's kind of hurting, so I might. I would probably just go poop and leave you there in silence for like however long it took me to. Poop. Guys, welcome to now try this. Like he said, I'm Nick. That's Marcus. We try each other, try each other's favorite things every week, and that is the show, guys. Thank you so much for being here uh, live. If you're here live, thank you for downloading the podcast. If you downloaded the podcast, you can find us everywhere at now try this cast. Look at old episodes. Follow us on Instagram. Join the Patreon. Become part of the conversation. But guys. That's not why we're here today. We're here today uh, because Nick still doesn't know what he's going to give us a challenge today. Marcus, I'm stressed. You're stressed? <laughs> you, well, hold on. Yeah, we have to, you have an entire episode to get through before you have to decide what you have to give as a challenge. That's an end Marcus, of the episode thing. No, but if I decide now that I don't have that weight oh over God. me, the whole... Do you want something old or something new? Uh, I don't know. Oh, help it, me, buddy. Old? Hey, listen, uh, old. this is give your Give me something friend. old. Give me something old. We've been doing relevant things. Okay. I'm you want something irrelevant? Got it. Done. <laughs> Easy. I'm all, I got it. See, that's all I needed. This, this week, is your, you, I needed you to make the bed and yeah. now you get to lie. Great, in it. Great, now great. we're all set. Guys, great, this perfect. week we are here to talk about ReZero. Why are we doing that, Marcus? Like we're here to talk about ReZero because it's a Patreon submitted challenge. Oh, Patreon. It is the winner of our September fan challenge over on our Patreon. Marcus, I don't understand. Somebody goes over and says, yo, do this thing and that's it? That's easy? It is that easy. All you have to do is go on Patreon and sign up for a five for the $5 tier and you can submit challenges to us every single month and we put them together in a poll and if you're a dollar patron or a $5 patron, you get to vote on that poll and you would think you would think that system's flawed. You would think that, oh, wouldn't everyone just vote for their own thing? But no, somehow it works out because everyone on the patron, everyone on the Patreon is a fucking champ. Patron. Every patron is a champ. Mm -hmm. And they don't do that kind of stuff. No, never. They wouldn't dare. No, they wouldn't dare. I mean, yes. It sounds like we're being facetious, but but, but it's true. No, they, I mean, it's yeah it's cutthroat yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's cutthroat people people will actively not vote for their own thing because they see something better than their recommendation on the list and they will vote for that thing which is awesome almost like almost like joseph's every month every month so <laughs> <Yes>. we got <laughs> uh, that's just a little josh to our uh third best friend who doesn't like doing podcasts so it's just marcus and i marcus listen here we are. Last week, we did a show. It was fun. What did we do? We did Green Knight last week, which was my challenge to you. We talked about Arthurian legends. We talked about witches. Oh. We talked about A24 and how beautiful Dev Patel is. He's a very, very beautiful man. He still hasn't slid into my DMs. I would consider that a failure. Guys, don't let this podcast episode fail. Uh, get 
get together with uh get together with uh top pie nagasuki who has written the light novel for re-zero starting life in another world marcus what the fuck's a light novel and why are we oh doing this thing God. what is this i had to google what a light novel was and i still oh, kind I was of making don't a understand basically there are mangas and there are light novels mangas oh, they're like, it's are like graphic a novels thing. yeah, yeah. Ma- mangas are graphic novels with images and words and comic books <laughs> light novels are novellas so they're not quite as long as novels they're usually novella length and they have pictures but not a lot of pictures but enough pictures that you can get a sense of what's going on in the environment so it's like a, six it's there's several pictures it's like a low number it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's a low number and there's like but there's pictures in pictures it. sure sure which sure, is nice sure. it's handy yeah and then this light novel re-zero starting life in another world caught on it got turned into a manga which then got turned into anime which then got its own ovas and then a second season and a third is coming and that is what we are doing today re-zero before we get to that marcus have you tried anything new in your life before this moment of doing this podcast, probably the answer is no, because we haven't told the audience that we did the whole fucking first season of this goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have I tried new? I had a couple of minutes to try the game 12 minutes, and each loop wow, is only nice. 12 minutes. So I had 12 minutes to play the game because that was all the free time I had this week because we had to watch an entire season of this thing. But it was good. It was a good time. It's an interesting game. Very interesting looping mechanic. I want to see where it's going because right now it seems like it's going to have a dumb ending. And I am hoping that's not the case. Wait, I'm confused. What? What's what? What's the game? <laughs> you are. You um, I'm, it's hard to figure out. Basically, you are oh, okay, stuck great. in a time loop in an apartment where in 12 minutes, a cop knocks on your door and murders your wife. And you have 12 minutes to figure out what are you going to do in response to that? The main character is played by uh, who's that guy? Not Dan Aykroyd. Jesus Christ. Professor X. What's his name? Patrick Stewart. No, the, the other James McAvoy. James McAvoy. James McAvoy is the lead. Daisy Ridley is his wife and Willem Dafoe is the villain. Oh, wow. That's fucking wild. It, it's That's a some stacked talent. cast. But not a stacked plot right now. I am oh. kind of annoyed by the Well, game. it sounds like it sounds like you have some more minutes to unlock. Funny that you're talking about time loops because that's what we are doing f- today. Well, that <laughs> was a smooth transition. But I was going to ask you what what have you tried new? Marcus, I just guest starred on the Conquest of Bliss podcast. That'll be coming to everybody's ears relatively soon. I talked all things now. Try this and about how amazing the show is and how amazing this show is. I repeated it because it's it was it's double amazing. As good as always, it's double baby. amazing all the Hell way yeah. across the sky. Let's go, let's mm-hmm. go, let's go. Okay, so we're here to talk about ReZero, Nick. I want to know. I want to get into your mind first off. Shout out to Old Man Rom over on Patreon, who was the fan challenge winner this month and is the reason that we're doing this, which. Now that we've watched the show, we know Old Man Rom is a reference to this show. So maybe he just joined to make us watch the show, which is pretty cool. You know, sometimes I feel real smart in life, Marcus. Sometimes I'm like, I'm the smartest person in the room. I walk in, I'm like, everybody's a dummy. And then sometimes I come into this podcast, and then you say shit like that. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? Who's Old Man Rom? <laughs> what are you talking about? Old Who's, Man Rom. What are you talking about? He was the, the uh, shopkeeper in the first oh, series the of yeah. lives he's the old man named rom <laughs> from the show 
Oh, the big guy. The big guy. Old yeah, man yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Old man Rob. Whoa, what a like level of inception. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Land. So you can also make your screen name something you want us to try. I, I feel like you that's join dangerous, our Patreon. And then people are going to win and then stop supporting us on Patreon. Well, Old Man Rum, I hope you stay a patron and suggest new things, everyone. <laughs> thank you so much for giving us the show. And thank you so much for telling us we had to watch the first season because, gosh, I really enjoyed watching 25 Honestly, so, episodes. So we'll take you show. guys as listeners through the journey. Old Man Rom yeah. submitted it. And when he won, he was very kind and he was surprised. But he also said that... I mean, I'm also assuming it's a guy because his name is Old Man Rom, but it could not be. That's they, this injured mind of yours. You got to get that shit out of there. I mean, man is in the title, but <laughs> they uh, suggested that we watch the entire season. And I've never been more happy for a clarification in my life because I think that he made the right call. That having, what do you mean? I think, oh, here, he's, he's Old Man Rom's in the chat. Guys, if you want to join the chat, that's twitch.tv slash now. Try this cast 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every week. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, Old Man Rom says they joined in part because uh, they wanted us to try ReZero and that they, they liked us back from before the break. And they also said in the chat that they are they love us so much that they're going to start up for Patreon six times. Wow, Hell thank yeah, you so much. Old okay, Man so I, I was so... I was so happy that they suggested mm -hmm. that we watch all the episodes because I think that it was needed. And we'll get into this more is, of I, it. I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I disagree with you. So, like, there's... Okay, there's the first Wait, episode, you disagree? right? I, I want to fight you so yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The first okay. episode What's up? is such a good first ep i finished that first episode and i'm like solid i'm done right that was perfect what a great primer for a show awesome oh my god and then as we watched just a little bit more i was like well no now i can't stop and then we got to the middle and i was like i fucking hate this show and then we got to the <laughs> end and i'm like really excited for season two so i'm like circled well, back I like i agree with are. you i agree with you that we had to watch more than a couple but i'm not sure why we had to watch more than the one because that first episode is solid nick i gotta uh, yeah. i gotta i gotta call you out a little bit right now no, no. you I, watched a different show I, than me technically I, I, Nick watched the director's cut and I watched the actual 25 episodes. I watched all 25 episodes. Wow. So the actually wait a second. Well, cause, cause <laughs> I'm <the> actually <laughs> just called you out, buddy. So, so here's the reason why, because the first episode of the 25 episode one sucks ass. Like it is, it is fine. Oh, really? It is fine. It's just not very good. I feel like it doesn't get you into it. So maybe the director's cut version was a little better, a little tighter. But I had actually I like watched this episode wasn't. before. I had tried watching oh. ReZero years ago. Not years ago. Whenever it first came out, I tried watching the first episode and I hated it. And I was like, this seems like it sucks. I'm going to give it time and let oh. other people decide if it's good. And then eventually I'll watch it if people decide it's good. Wish they did, but you know, it got on the list of things to watch and I never got around to watching it. So my keyboard died. My keyboard's not working. Tell me about the first episode from your perspective. Because you like I, I can't because my keyboard's broken. Like it literally <laughs> isn't typing. What the so fuck? So for happened? me, the first episode. Can you, you still see? Hold on, hold on. Can you I see can me? See Everything's you, fine. I right? can hear you. Okay, well, my keyboard is not working. For me, hold the on. first so, so, episode. So the director's cut, director's cut, 
just to finish off your yes. point, the reason I watched the director's cut is I'm not a weeb like Marcus, so I don't have Crunchyroll, but I do have family members with HBO Max, and on HBO Max is the director's cut. Was your first episode like 50 minutes long? Yes, the first episode was 50 minutes long. I think we watched the same thing. I think <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we watched the okay, same well, thing. Okay, well, then tell me why you liked it, because I can tell you why I didn't like it, but I want to know what about it. Well, okay, so, like? so, so the show, so, so the, okay, I knew nothing about the show. You uh-huh. had told me. At the end of the last episode, once we got off that, it was one of those, what was the Japanese word you used? Don't tell me. All right, tell me. I don't want to be offensive. Tell isekai. Me it it's an isekai. <laughs> yes. Which is a very classic trope of person out of time, out of world, into another time, another world. It happens all the time in pop culture, movies, TV shows, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Very, very common anime. Marcus, before we watch the show, I would have bet you money. I would have put money down that this show had something to do with hack sign. How are you going to give me another thing that looks like one person into the wrong world that also has weird hack sign re zero? I thought this was the same thing. I thought this had something to do with hack sign. That old show that was on Toonami when we were adult swim, we were growing up that like never made any sense because I always caught it in the middle. And it's one of those shows where like the kid played a video game like world of warcraft and got mm-hmm. stuck in world of warcraft and couldn't get out but it like never like really made sense a hundred percent and i thought this was that and i was prepared to hate it <laughs> well i always called it dot hack sign i don't know if you're supposed to pronounce the dot or not but it at dot hack sign oh, now that you mention it is also one of my favorite ps2 games of all time i love that what a weird game it's a great rpg it's fucking awesome what a weird throwback so this 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 show starts and it's very, very easy. And you got a guy, young kid, 16-year-old kid in a grocery store buying some instant noodles, looking, flipping through a manga, and he goes outside, and then he blinks, and then he's in a fantasy world. And that's it. It was just like, you're in. Yeah. That was it. And I was like, what? Dumb. Stupid. <laughs> I was on the same page with you. I feel like you immediately are just thrown into this fantasy world. You're like, what is happening? How did he get here? And mm-hmm. I will I will talk a little bit about isekais because I do think it's important. Like you said, it's the genre is basically you go in, you're summoned to another world somehow, and then you experience that world. Usually it's in a fantasy setting. There are a lot of isekais. I think right now the anime market is flooded with isekais, and they're not all good. I tried watching Shield Hero, and I didn't like that. I tried watching Sword Art Online, and I didn't like that. I feel like... Both very popular. They're both very popular, but isekai is hard to do. It's easy to do a fish-out-of-water story like that, but it's hard to nail it in a way that you feel like the character's relatable. A lot of times isekais will have the main character be some kind of loser or a bad person. Then they go into this world and they use that to take advantage of the systems in place in the world, but they don't necessarily grow or change much. And they 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 tell you that they've grown and changed, but they don't actually show you that they've grown or changed. And so that's what I was nervous about going into this. Because I didn't want to see that happen. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of isekais in... T- like that old D&D show is an isekai, isn't it? Like it's like kids get sent to a D&D world? Yes. Like that old 80s yeah, one? Yeah. There's so West- many of them. I, and I felt I feel the same way about them. Yeah. I feel like Western media has been doing isekais for a long time. Because we got like Space Jam. 
We got oh, the D and D show. Great, great a reference. bunch of like eighties cartoons were e- kids being isekai'd into some kind of fantasy world or whatever. Yeah, and then I feel like Japanese media always does that thing where you have a character that's always doesn't know what's going on. It feels like very, very tropey. Like mm-hmm. even even from their video games, like Fire Emblem is always almost an isekai, right? Like it's like you're a character that come, that like you don't know how you got there. And the prince says, you there, you seem like you have weird tactician powers. I, I would I would say they're not an isekai only because you, they're not coming from like our world. They're not coming from no, like, it's our us. world. It is. Really? That's what I'm saying. Kind of. Like a lot of those original ones, like the first Game Boy Advance ones that were coming out, you were like not one of the characters. You were like a guy with a hood. Like before you can make characters. Oh, like you were like you a were guy you with a hood. From the real world? And it talked to you like you and you knew, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, so this one starts off right away and a very, I, I don't know. I don't know what to got Subaru. I don't even know what to say about him. Can you talk about him? <laughs> So Subaru is a Hikikomori. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, sorry for all the Japanese butchering we're going to be doing, which means that he's basically. I would join you, but my, my keyboard died. Where keyboard he died. just kind of like likes to live in his room and not have minimal contact with the outside world. And so. That's like a huge, huge part of Japanese culture. It's a it's an it's not an epidemic, but it is like a problem over there. I think you have a lot of people, especially American isekai. Yeah, it is a problem over there that you have in society where people just want to be indoors all the time and not have to go anywhere. Oh, there's a word for it on the Wikipedia. He's it's it refers to him as a neat capital N capital E capital neat E capital is C, another name for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel not like in, in education, employment or training. Yes. A neat is another name for it. But anything. Hikikomori is the mm. is the is the word that ReZero uses. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Also, old man Rom just sent a video to a link about Space Jam being an American isekai. And it's from And old man Rom, you're this close to getting kicked out of our chat. You cannot no, promote. No, no, you cannot. Great. No, no, no. You're this close. You're this close. You cannot promote other <laughs> shows that talk about I, anime I, in I, our show. Guys, go to Mother's Basement. We're fighting. They tried to get in on our stream. Let them know we're fighting. I usually love their content, but now I don't. Now we're fighting. Tweet at them. Now say, try this cast. Beef. Shout out to Mother's Basement. I like that guy. It's fun. It's Not anymore. <laughs> now we're vying for the same. Now we're vying for the same space. We fighting. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 So we covered the isekai tropes a little bit. So we're getting into it. So Subaru is Hikikomori, and he kind of is in this world, and he immediately knows he's in a fantasy world because he's a nerd, and so he's like, "Fuck yeah, we're in a fantasy world. Let's go!" And it was fun because he literally, like, within the first five minutes of the show, was monologuing to himself. He's like, this is the moment when I am revealed that I will have magic powers and I will be the hero of this world. I just need to concentrate. Magic powers! Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And nothing happens. He, he realizes he's not yeah. special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then and he, he goes realizes in, he's not special. He goes into the alley, right? Soon after this, mm-hmm. and he gets jumped by... Uh, just a bunch of dudes <laughs> just three dudes he gets jumped i don't remember it's hard to remember because it loops right so i'm hard it's hard to remember all the loops exactly no right. it's not easy you're exactly right this was what happens and that first time is when uh, amelia meets him in the alleyway yes amelia meets him so, he's like ah one. yes you came to save me or whatever and then and she's like no i'm not i'm here to chase after someone who's stolen something from me yes and then she's like but i guess i'll help you because you're in my way now Mm-hmm. yeah and she and does then, some cool ice magic and 
then Subaru faints and she heals him a little bit. And then the rest of the go day, the day goes of him trying to help Amelia find the girl that stole her pendant thing, mm-hmm. her crest. And then that leads them all the way to the seedy part of town. And then in the seedy part of town, the whole show changes. The whole show changes because it mm-hmm. wasn't until this moment that the show was it was light. It was like it was too light. It was too, it was, it was too, like I agree. Just, it was just the light. light parts of anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was very tropey. And I'm, I feel like that was on purpose. Now uh, we know it is. Now we know it's on purpose. But it was very at the tropey. time. And it was like, ha, 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 I'm just cute anime boy. I'm very charismatic. Here I am. Save the day. Oh, my God. What a beautiful maiden. Uh, and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, that's pretty good. Up. The worst parts of Edward, the worst parts of Deku. Yes. The worst parts of. And then it was also the worst parts of like anime for a second. Because it was like, oh, is yeah. this just fucking sword art online? I hate that <laughs> show. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, we're just like, it's just these tropes of characters that lack any substance. Mm-hmm. They're just thrown into a fantasy yeah. world that don't that don't focus on world that don't focus on magic they don't focus on politics it's literally just like watching world of warcraft like fucking anime and i'm like this is dumb and then when they get to that end where they're in that seedy part of town everything shifts the Mm -hmm. music shifts the mood shifts the tone shifts and it was at this moment, and to steal a term from what uh fucking Mother's Basement? Uh who are we? Yeah, Mother's Basement, who are we are who are we are now fighting, who I didn't realize until they pointed out in a video. This is the moment you realize that this is kind of a horror anime. Yes. And there's yes. like this whole shift and everything's tense. And I was sitting there like, wait, wait, what the whoa, whoa. And then he walks in, he sees all the blood, he sees the bodies, Amelia sounds like she's gotten hurt, and then he gets attacked. And then you're like, what the fuck? What's happening? And then he starts to do the monologue that you heard at the opening, which you thought was just stupid, like, okay, whatever, this is just normal anime bullshit, monologuing to the ether Uh about the the accomplishments you'll make in the world, like, it it won't be long until I accomplish, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, he was saying the thing, and then there's this cool tidal wave effect, and he's back at the Mm -hmm. Apple stand. We're in a time loop, baby. Yep. I had no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Did you? Well, oh, you watched I, this before. Well, I was gonna say what ha- what happened in mine is that he he died. Yeah. Okay. I was. I. How did he die in the director's cut? He died. He died. You didn't see how he died. He got like stabbed, like in the dark. Oh, okay. Yes. He goes into old man Rom's shop. There, yeah. We don't. Dead it's body just a CD there. building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he is stabbed in the darkness. Yeah. And then he wakes up at the apple stand. And then he wakes up at the apple stand. Which is, and then that's when he realized, here is the, the, my little, like, my little, I'm going to, I'm going to have a problem with something. He picks up, he, on doesn't that, know he's he picks up that he's in a fantasy world so quickly. He's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's isekai this shit. Fuck yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. But my dude takes so long to figure out that he he's takes in a three fucking loops. time loop. He, he takes, takes three, three loops, loops to figure out he's in a time loop, but five seconds to figure out he's in an isekai. Like, what the fuck was that about? To be fair, this show is all about tropes, and it is a big trope of time loops that you don't know you're in a time loop until the second or third. <sighs> Groundhog's Day, Happy Death Day, Palm Springs, just to name a few off the top of my head from recent years. Yeah. they You don't know at first. You're yeah. like, what's going on? This can't be the same day. I must be going crazy. What's so, happening? So it's here that we discover that he loops every time he dies. 
but he experiences all the pain and trauma that comes with death. And that's a huge part of the show too. What a, what a, there's so much to talk about with, with what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll get way more into it as the show goes on, but that's why this show feels like a horror yes. anime because 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 when you watch Groundhog's Day, when you watch Palm Springs, when you watch Happy Death Day, the dying is almost never a part of it. They they die in those things all the time. Yeah. Like it's a big part of time loop stories. The death is the resetter, right? Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. So sometimes it's sleep, sometimes it's death. It's yeah, but yeah, yeah. anytime it's death, the death is never a prevailing theme. Of the, even in Happy Death Day, when it's literally a horror movie yes. about a time loop, and she's literally getting brutally murdered every single time, it's but always they, like, man, yeah. it, man, it really sucks to die. It hurts a lot. Yeah, they it's have just a, like, yeah, they even have a montage in that movie of all the deaths. That's just like, uh, whatever. I died a million times. It doesn't matter. But in this anime, they did the really fucking cool and difficult thing of making all the deaths, even though you know he's going to come back, feel like they have weight to them, which is so impressive. And I got to give kudos to the show for that. It's it, it's wild. We'll, we'll, again, we'll get more into it as the specific deaths happen. But every, every single this every single time you have a time loop story, you take the loops for granted. And this show does not take the loops for granted. It does not do yeah. that, which I've never seen before. Honestly, I've never seen it. When when there's a time loops, you're Groundhog's Day and you repeat the same day 100 times to try, try to seduce your crush. If it's Happy Death Day, you redo the loop 100 times. Yes. To, or in Palm Springs, you redo the loop 200 times to become a master of quantum physics right mm-hmm. like that's but that's not honestly it's one of my gripes with the show a little bit like i kind of wish like i know it's loops. a trope i know what it's doing but i kind of wish he did just do 100 loops so he could just be good at swords now <laughs> like i just kind of wish like, like there's a little like bit of that happen. like he was looping in in the um teeny tiny tune the in the castle he was looping bit. so that way he could learn how to write that kind of worked out but still it was only like three or four times yeah. there was there was like there's the crucial moments if he's like you know if you could swing a sword this would be a lot easier yeah that's true <laughs> but you can't have both right like i think that You're you right. can't you You're can't right. have the weight to them if he's just gonna die a hundred times and i like yeah. that I it think, has the weight that's the thing that makes this unique i think again the reason i say that is because the middle of this show which is honestly hard to watch we can get into it but it was hard i was i was done halfway through okay and it won me back but i was fucking done i was so upset wow but let's go back to the beginning we're in the loop we find out we're in a loop we keep meeting our cast of characters again and again we're mm-hmm. finding out more about the world honestly it's weird how little they let us know. Uh, you can watch a big jumpy. You can watch the show. There's the director's cut on HBO Max. It's also on Crunchyroll. I'm sure you can find it lots of other places. But the <laughs> wherever you watch but anime, the, yeah, wherever you watch anime, you'll find it. Except Funimation. It's not on Funimation. It's not on Funimation. That's so stupid. They both got bought by fucking HBO though. So I saw. It'll probably yeah, soon, soon it'll be there. Yeah. I just need everything on HBO, and then I'm paying one fee, and that would be good. <laughs> so we meet our cast of characters. We meet Felt. We meet. Old Man Rom, we meet Amelia, we meet Reinhardt, we meet the Apple guy, we meet mm-hmm. the fucking ruffians, and we and we meet the I forget the name of the dark dark lady, the one with the knives. She's like, oh gosh, what's her name? I don't know because my my keyboard is working. But no, wait, what dark lady? Oh, the evil the one lady that kills them all. 
Yeah. Oh, I forgot her name too. Shit. Well, regardless, you meet our cast of characters and then we're in a, in a time loop for maybe like five episodes of yes. just that opening bit. It's and of- the, the process is him going. He wakes up in the Apple store. He goes, he tries to meet Amelia. He tries to save her. He, he meets the little girl and Felt. he meets old man Rom. And so he tries to then go to the store and intercept the evil witch lady that's there and is going to kill all of those people if yeah. he doesn't one do thing, something about it. One thing that all time loop things do that for whatever reason this did not do is when time loop stories do the thing where you're in a time loop, somehow they become a master at remembering. So when we played Overboard, yes, we know that we keep clicking the same thing and then we have to just click one thing differently. Movies treat time loops like that. Mm-hmm. Movies treat time loops as if the person's a master at memorizing and like who are the, they're like normal people that are masters of memorizing every little trip and tick of <laughs> tick of their voice and how to say it but the thing that this this show captures every fucking time and you notice it right away is every time he comes back he knows what he has to do differently but he's deeply affected by the one he just did and yes. he still fucks it up yeah. he's not perfectly like wow i'm gonna do the exact same thing all the way up into this one moment say this one thing differently and do the whole thing so even though we got time loops it's so strange because every single time loop was completely different i've never seen that i agree you're right that's a good point because i feel like time loop stories are like bashing your head in a wall until it breaks right like you just keep yeah. trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and then changing one small thing trying mm-hmm. trying 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 changing one small thing but this doesn't treat it that way this is like he doesn't want to repeat the same exact go through and he learns so much yeah. information every single life and he never he never knows which is the life that's gonna stick yeah which is crazy super crazy he really does treat everyone like it's gonna stick he yeah. really doesn't take at, at at no point in this whole first season which is wild to me i don't know if it's a pro or a con because honestly it's just wild to me because you and i would just do this so differently if we were yes, in this time 100%. loop I- But he never once thinks to himself, wow, that one didn't go great. Let me kill myself and start over. Not once. Not once, Marcus. How many times would you kill yourself Uh, to make sure you get some fresh apples? I I would kill myself so many times just to get it right. So many times. I'm like, okay, cool. That didn't go that way. Die. I feel like I would even do the thing where I got everything right. I would kill myself just to see if I can make it a little better. And if I can't, then I'll go back. And then he did kill himself once, dash nine for for two. But like, it was like a very specific, epic, gross, fucking big fucking moment. It was not like, hmm, I just feel like redoing it. Yeah, even in Happy Death Day and other time loop things, they will just kill themselves. Like, be like, ah, this was, this was a wash and shoot themselves in the head or something, you know? All the time, yeah. It didn't happen once, which was which just made everything feel so much more heavy than I thought it would because Subaru is so light and so shitty. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, so, it's it, such a fucking... That's a good point. They didn't nobody. Have, he didn't have any throwaway lives, I think is the best way of putting it. Like, he did yeah. kill himself, but he didn't have any throwaway lives. He was like, ah, whatever. This one's wasted. So, Subaru. We can talk about Subaru a little bit. So, he's kind of like this loner... We can. This is allowed. It's your podcast. You We're allowed to do that. <laughs> so, so he, he just is like this kind of like lonely guy. And I feel like my issue with Subaru is that you're not supposed to like him 
but yeah. they don't do a good enough job of making him unlikable. There's a disconnect between his intention and his actions, and there's nothing yeah. letting us know more about his intention. We just see his actions. And it's like, it's just, I wish there was like one more thing, like one more inner monologue or something like that, connecting the pieces. Cause it's not until like episode 18 that we really get insight into like, okay, he's kind of like, an incel like you see it but it's not like yeah. why is he behaving this way why is he like acting this way you just don't see it in the beginning and i feel like it took for me 18 episodes to get to that point where he's like ah i was a loser i was a shut-in and then explains like what happened and like why he was doing this way and he he like admits that he was like just showboating and that he doesn't actually care about amelia you get this like intense argument between the two of them where he's just like you owe me everything like oh that moment was crazy you're you, you i'm jumping to, you i'm jumping far yeah you I'm need to wait far. you need to but, wait <laughs> but subaru i do want to talk about him later because i feel like there was just this weird disconnect in the beginning that i was yeah, like talk, i didn't like at all yeah i i I, there, I think there's more things to say now too because i think it's so strange because there are every, every every time the show did something to make me like Subaru because he does have redeeming qualities. He mm -hmm. is charismatic. He is smart. He is clever. He is brave. It has all these very tropey anime moments where you are on his side and then something would happen and you'd be like, this fucker sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I did <laughs> and, it, not... and it would happen again and again and yes. again. I did not like Subaru until episode 18 ish. Like it was he was annoying he was an incel fedora wearing douchebag like he wasn't he treated all the women like they were just like beneath him and it just sucked and it was just like i didn't like him as a character until that i don't come down at him quite as hard as you do i mm -hmm. completely understand your viewpoint but for me i think whilst i don't I, I don't disagree with you about what you think of him i do think that the show is is I think the show is doing it very, very specific. Thank you so much, Drum Drumbum914, for subscribing with your Prime, guys. Woo! You can subscribe with Prime on Twitch. Subscriber Prime, baby. I think, I don't know, if to me, it felt kind of authentic, which, which wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant to watch him mm -hmm. at a lot of these moments when he's when he's giving us these features of incelness and of of sexism and all these like things yeah however there was this this sense for me this sense of like of refreshment because i've never experienced a protagonist being so normal like mm -hmm. he was so so normal for a lot of this show yeah and whilst i think it does goes too far that makes him like unlikable and then i think it does go almost too far sometimes the other direction and he's like just an edward or an alphonse or a deku yes. and he's just like when all of a moment are you standing on top of oil and you're the most brave motherfucker in this whole fucking land <laughs> like i don't understand but but somewhere in that middle there are these shining moments when i think i think the mansion arc mm -hmm. really encapsulated for me i really love the mansion arc and by looking a little bit i feel like other people thought it was slower but i yeah. it was actually my favorite where yeah. in a normal like interactions when he's like like just for an example when he told that ogre story mm -hmm. to ram and ram it just felt so authentic like he wasn't trying to make a parable but he was yeah. he wasn't trying to like connect extra as a human being but he like was 
like unintentionally like those unintentional every time he intentionally wanted to be a hero he fucking sucked every time he intentionally wanted to do it he sucked but there were these unintentional moments in there that just felt very human to me so funny because i liked i feel like that is exactly what the writer was going for like and you and you just (laughs) ate it up you know and that's yeah because that's because later on when like Everyone's admitting how much they love him and they want to be with him and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's those moments that they cite that are yeah, just his his true. genuine self. So, so the writer knew what he was doing. I still hated him <laughs> for a while. And you're right. Like, yeah. he's not a bad person, it. right? Like, I don't think no. the show is trying to paint him no, as no, no. a bad person. I think they're trying to paint him as, like, a, a lonely person who doesn't understand how, like, the world works, but especially women. <laughs> yes, very much so. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I think, I think somehow deep seated in the show very unexpectedly is this huge commentary about like what love and affection is right and yes. like what that means and yeah, like yeah. i don't and it's and it's like not on the surface as much i don't think mm-hmm. i don't think it, i but but it like really says something about like where you put your affection what love means and like where it comes from and you know uh, we'll get more into it later as we get through a little more of the plot but you know I, honestly those are the moments that i really really loved the show like i really yeah. i haven't seen that because love in anime we've talked about it before oh yeah there's like all the romance dialed up to 11 or like zero like 100%. all like subtext right mm-hmm. and it's like even fucking, like even like full metal alchemist right where it's like that's what i was gonna two say characters love Edward. each other they didn't kiss or anything really like they never they, say it they marry they get married at the end and you see that they're happy right like if i'm remembering correctly i don't remember i think there might be a moment where they're like there but i don't even know if they gave us married i don't even i don't remember, remember, I don't remember the ending of full metal alchemist but they're they're, ha- they're together <laughs> at the end of it but yeah even then it's like you're not getting the romance you're not getting what you want you want to see people falling in love sometimes yeah and a lot of anime that that. like goals people consider that like couple goals edward and winry Mm -hmm. and this show is doing something special with that so let's go back a little bit back to the plot of the first arc just a little bit just so we can say a couple highlights of it because i think there's just there are some great moments i think i think him getting his relationship with amelia again and again and again this show it's it's interesting because by watching that same loop again and again we and subaru find find out all this information about our characters that we usually don't like you usually get an anime almost like it's almost like a trope that you don't get a lot of characters sometimes right Mm -hmm. because the plot and the the combat and the fucking all the tropes of bigness are happening so often that you the the character moments are scarce Scarce. honestly in shonen what the fuck does scarce mean <laughs> in shonen the the format yeah. is you have build up to a fight and the fight is the point in which the character experiences growth they they grow yeah. to not over overcome their own uh, blockages and their own like personality flaws or whatever they're trying to overcome yeah. but then they overcome the villain by becoming stronger and this show does that a little bit but it's not about the yeah. fights. It's not about the action scenes. It's about the whole show is about the growth. Yeah. And you see it in all these moments where you have to meet Amelia again mm-hmm. and again and again and see how she because well, the first time you see her talking, she says she saves him 
to gain something. And then she says that again, though, the next time for something else. And you, then you start to realize, wait. And then she says it again. And then you're like, no, that's not real. I don't know yeah. why she's saying, oh, she's putting on this tough facade. And you only get that because of the loop, because yeah. you're seeing it from different perspectives again yeah. and again and again. And that's true for all the characters in the whole the whole show, honestly. Yeah, I think what the writer was going for a lot of times, too, with, with Subaru is that, like, he was going for the fact that Subaru it is a nice person but says he's a he's one of those guys that tells you they're a nice guy like i'm a nice guy you know and like everything they do and say is to sort of promote that nice guy facade and narrative that they're trying to portray but he is not actually a good person and i think that is his journey in this series yeah, no, I agree with you. That's actually a really nice way to put it. I think, you know, that that nice guy thing is is so funny because like I think by the end of the show, like he's like learning how what that actually means, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also I think it, it, it's hard not to mention because I was really surprised as this show was going on. There are there's there's pro and a con, I think, to the animation. The animation is very good sometimes. And when it's really good. It's really good. But because it's so good there, there's a lot of CGI background work Mm -hmm. and a lot of like less than ideal moments like that. But but now after seeing the show, I realize they did that so they can save their money for the big battles, for these big emotional moments. And I think it pays off. I don't mind seeing a CGI guy going like this in the back. Yeah, while they're just walking through the street. Like, it's whatever. The the show looks good. I didn't think it would be. But then when we got that like third or fourth loop Mm -hmm. of the old man Roms and got that epic epic last fight yeah it was a good fucking fight it was a good fight it went I was surprised on for a while too and yeah. it's it does a good job of showing you how weak our protagonist is like super yeah. is not good at anything and normally oh oh here's a big isekai thing oh huge huge biggest biggest problem i have with isekais mm-hmm. is the protagonist shows up to the world and they are immediately the best thing ever they are like, oh, oh, no, I have a shield. Oh, that's so weak. Oh, how am I going to do anything with the shield? And then it ends up being the most fucking overpowered weapon. You know, like just every fucking the chosen one thing. They're the chosen one. They're super powerful. Whatever. It's bullshit. And I hate that. Like, give me isekais where they're, the protagonist is, is a regular person and having to figure it out. And that's what this is. I like that a lot. That's a huge plus for me. Is the Matrix kind of an isekai? The Matrix, I would from, say... From one word into a fantasy world, kind of? But they're not a fantasy world. I think the they're whole the thing is you world. find out... Yeah, you find out they're in the real world. It's a reverse isekai. <laughs> a reverse isekai is Hercules in New York. That's a reverse isekai. Hercules from the oh. fantasy world shows up in New York and is like, I'm living in the regular world. What is this place? So like Enchanted. Is Enchanted a is a reverse isekai. Yes, 100%. Okay. Well, speaking right. of isekais, Nick. Oh, God. No, we've no, got no, a no. game go based no, we, let's on go to the isekais. second arc. We got we to get to the second let's arc. Let's go. Uh-huh. Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia this. And we're back. I was seeing the theme song to time it. Uh, <laughs> okay. He does it every time. Nick, Liar Liar Isakaya is the name of the game. You're going to have to say that two more times at least. 
Liar Liar Isakaier. Shout out to Dash 9442 mod in the chat for making the game. Question number one. Well, Marcus, what's the game? We'll, we'll see when this. we we'll feed, the... we'll see when we read it. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how games work. You okay. gotta tell me what, uh, what are the rules? What's title? happening? Okay, what okay. Here's the here's the rules. You and I are playing together. Okay. Oh, okay. And we have we're gonna read a description of an isekai and determine whether it was made up or if it was real. Are these just Japanese or can these be anything? They could be anything. Oh shit. Okay, you ready? If the matrix is on here, I'm gonna feel super validated. <laughs> okay. I a high school teen gets in an accident and dies, only to be reincarnated as a sentient natural hot spring. <laughs> Off to a great start. Sentient natural hot spring with miraculous healing of capabilities where he is frequented what? by three beautiful women who use his liquefied form for their health. This almost sounds like spirited away. I want to <laughs> say that this is true. I that's so specific. Hold on. So the, uh, yes, yes in the chat you can yes. play. We're not going to look at the chat if you anymore. Play, we're going to stop looking. We you can play, but, but I we're going to stop looking. Don't so Google don't Google it. Make, as long as you don't Google it, you're fine. Yeah, but now we can't respond to you anymore because I <laughs> closed the chat. <laughs> so go wild, Marcus. I don't. Gosh. So so is it two points? Like, do we are we guessing if it's true and then guessing what it is? Yes. Yes. I think so. I think you're right, but yeah, okay, okay, yeah, we'll say it's real. I think we'll it's, it's real. real. It seems too. That's so clever. Too That's so clever. To be real. That's so clever. If this is, if this isn't, if hold on though, <laughs> if this isn't real, Dash Nine Four Four Two needs to quit their job immediately and start pitching that fucking Crunchyroll because that's. That's great. That, I'd, I'd watch that's that one. ten times better than your fucking yeah. horse girl fucking anime yeah. you watch. And you know how anime has like long titles now, and it's like, oh, would you like find a girlfriend in the dungeon, or like oh, I got re how I got reincarnated as slime. It's yeah. I think this would be like how I live my life as a hot spring or some hot shit springs like that. for hot girls. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, is it real? Yes, it is real. It's called I was nice. re I was reincarnated as a hot spring in an alternate world and i'm way too effective how did you nail that so much you've no, you've heard of this no i haven't you had to have heard of this i haven't heard you're, of this you're, you're a cheater this. and a liar guys the liar liar isekaier is marcus you heard it here okay it looks know. like drum bum got that right in the chat okay and big jumpy failed like a fucking loser no, nice job no come on Leave him alone. one of us have to be the bad one no i'll be the bad one he's, he's cool okay a young man falls into his secret portal that brings him to a world where everyone can shapeshift at will and finds himself saddled with a baby who is not quite sure what species they are. He must care for the baby and find the creature's mother in a world where no one is who they seem to be, while also finding his own sense of responsibility. Hold on, Marcus. I don't know if this is what it is, but hold on. Is this, hold on, is this, hold on. <laughs> is this that show that was on For Fox Kids TV? Wait, which show? That was live action? What show are you talking about? Land of there the Lost? There was a show that's, no, 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 no. It was on for like one season and it was fucking, oh my God, I remember it sort of vaguely. It had really bad costume and makeup like Power, a la Power Rangers. It was like that, like Beetleborg's level of yeah. like production. But it was this whole fantasy world and this kid made friends with these other people that shapeshift and then the big bad villain shapeshift. And all I remember is one scene where the baby, I think turn into like a grassy knoll 
Let's do it. Let's say true. Because if you're having this fucking like flashback, we need to run with it. Yeah, let's that's do what, that's it. I say let's yes. do it. Yeah. Okay. We're saying true. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's fake. Hold on. No, no, no. It's not. Because what I'm saying is it happened. And I think you fucking nailed. Hold, I got to find. My keyboard she, doesn't work. Marcus, I can't look it up. such a good job faking it that it's a real one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Hold it's, on. She called it fatherhood is a bitch. I'm not going to do the guessing on, on the titles because if, if it's real, the title's just there. Oh. Uh. Hold okay. on. How would I even do this? Fox Kid TV shows? I'm going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. I swear. Big Jumpy got it right in the chat. Okay. Next one. A young man wins the right to be transported to a video game, but finds out too late that his overbearing mother must come with him. He is surprised to find what? her skill far outmatches his own as the two must learn to, to bond in order to advance through the game. That sounds real. That's 100% real. I believe that shit's real. That sounds so real. I would watch does, the shit out of that. That, uh, yeah, no, that sounds uh, sounds real to me. Okay, you ready? You want to go? Uh, yeah. Do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks? <laughs> I did see this on Crunchyroll. I did see this on Crunchyroll. That's so fucking awesome. A light okay, novel series and anime that premiered on Crunchyroll in 2019. Hold on, I we need our point back because I think I found the show. What's the show? No, it's not this. Oh my god! It? Okay, I'm gonna keep going. When a famous yeah, keep going. Ign- when a ignore, famous ignore my derailing of our great yes. episode. <laughs> when a famous athlete is chosen as a sacrifice and transported to a foreign world, he must teach the residents of the strange place skills they lack to battle their li- for their lives and relearn everything he knows without the rules of his own reality in order to return to his family with his honor intact. Darren is a really good writer, but I see straight through your bullshit. This is Space Jam, dude. Space Jam. It is definitely Space Jam. Also, Drum Bumps is Planet Hulk. Kind of Planet Hulk, too. (laughs) Oh, it does does look like Planet Hulk. (laughs) Okay. And yes, it is Space Jam. Good job. That was awesome. Fun fact, Space Jam was the first and only cassette I ever owned. The soundtrack. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Just just to date myself. When a young boy dies in an accident with a wild horse, he is reincarnated as a stallion in a medieval palace where the princess likes to take him for rides every day and treat him as a silent confidant. But he must decide what to do when her tyrant father is ready to burn down a neighboring village. This Marcus? sounds fake. Marcus, this sounds like a wishbone episode. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, and because of that, I think it might be real. <laughs> Drum Bum is turning off his Mets yeah. game to join our chat. Thank you, Drum Bum. I'm glad we're more important to you than the Mets. Okay. Uh, good job. Good job. Well, I Are you sure it's fake? I don't know. That sounds like I think it's real. fake. Horses, though, dude. There's so I also, many fucking I also just shows. clicked on the answer, so now I definitely know what the answer is. What do you think? Fake okay, or we real? Can go, we, can go, we can go with fake. It's fake! And she okay. called it a war horse in peril. A war horse in peril. That's good funny. Name. Good name. Good, good job making up. A lazy young man with no drive to continue his education suddenly wakes up in a Middle Ages village where everyone seems to believe he, he is the only doctor. The beautiful girl who works with him insists he is her master and vows herself to secrecy regarding his lack of knowledge, but he wrestles with the morality of trying to help people when you may be making things worse. Here's the thing that I'm learning about isekais. 
no matter what the premise is, as long as it's an isekai, I buy it. I buy all these. I've heard of all these before. I've seen this <laughs> show. I've seen all of these shows before. I have seen all these movies. I've seen these shows. They all exist in my mind. Okay. Like that horse one you just described as fake. The other one, I, I attached a memory of my childhood to it. I stopped looking because I know it's bad content for me to just Google on the fucking podcast. But honestly, I'm going fucking crazy because I remember that show. <laughs> this game is driving you crazy. <laughs> guys if you're enjoying this content remember to subscribe <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> okay i think this is real sounds true i'm Doctor? gonna say it's it sounds true because of the woman like the i didn't believe the doctor thing but the woman like seeing him as her master is so typical isekai in all isekais the guy, main character is the most powerful and he usually has a woman throwing herself at him so i'm gonna say true because of that it's, detail. I'm going to say it's true as well. And I think the name of it is Doogie How to Survive Medieval Times. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's fake. Oh, good job. It's what was called their title? Catch Me If You Can BC. That's pretty good. <laughs> nice reference. I love that movie. Okay. A man who is obsessed with vending machines is crushed by one. He's <laughs> What do you mean obsessed? I don't know. He's reincarnated as a vending machine in a fantasy world. He wants to explore his new reality, but he's unable to move or talk because he's a vending machine. He meets a young woman who ca- agrees to carry him on his back as she explores the countryside. I guess she's carrying her oh him God. on her back. I'm going to say this is fake only because of Japanese uh, it would only be Japanese if this existed. And yeah, Japanese animation t- right, takes themselves very seriously. And that synopsis made fun of itself a little bit. But it could be a light novel. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. It's fake. Okay. I think it's fake. And I think it's um new adventure for $2.99? Question mark? <laughs> it is real. And it's called Reborn as a Vending Machine. I Now Wander the Dungeon. A light novel series that exists in the real world. Hold on, I need to fix my fucking keyboard because I can't Google any of these things. Why are you Googling? No, it's better content to not Google. Just continue. We have to get back to talking about it. I I just want to see a picture. Okay. Can I be honest? I think my keyboard broke, dude. Oh, that sucks ass. You're not going to be able to stop. Stop what? Is it Bluetooth or is it plugged in? It's plugged in. Okay, I'm moving on. While her body is in a comatose-like state, a young girl's consciousness gets transported to an alternate realm populated by talking animals and beings with mystical powers where she engages in the local politics and helps and must help three strange men find the one thing they're missing before she can wake up and return home. This sounds not real, but maybe it is real. Is it three men and a baby, but with memory loss? I mean, that sounds like every fucking isekai. I don't fucking know. (laughs) The vending machine one was real, dude. Guys, if you're listening, thank you so much. But also head over to the Patreon. That's where the challenge came from. And Nick apparently needs a new keyboard. So <laughs> help us out. Can you see my, my distraught He's face? He's struggling I'm like, I so those. hard <laughs> right now on the podcast. I plugged it into a different, I did it. I plugged it into a different plug. It's not working, but the lights are still coming on. <laughs> I, I think it's real. Big Jumpy says, turn on the on-screen keyboard. Pro tip. You mean, do I have to go type into my search bar on-screen keyboard to find it? Because I don't have a keyboard. Oh, man, Rom is typing in Russian? What is happening? (laughs) Okay. While her body is in a comatose-like state, a young girl's consciousness gets transported to an alternate realm populated by talk. Oh, we didn't even do the other one. Was it real or not? I got distracted by your keyboard woes. Which one? The, The three women... 
No, we. Oh, I was reading this one again. Okay, okay. You're reading that one again. Yeah. Uh, yes. She engages with local politics and must help three strange men find the one thing they're missing before she can wake up and return home. Is it real or not? I think so. It sounds real to me. This is the Wizard of Oz. I didn't click anything yet, but it just hit me. While her body oh. is in a comatose-like state, a young girl's consciousness gets transported to an alternate realm populated by talking animals and being with mystical powers. This is Wizard of Oz. That sounds right. Sounds super right. Yep, Wizard of Oz. Old Man Rom nice. got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big brain over here. Okay, a wrestler is summoned to another world wrestler. by a princess to fight dangerous beasts. An avid animal lover, he mu- he takes offense and suplexes the princess instead and runs away to open a pet shop in the world he's found himself in. Oh my god. I hope I hope I uh <laughs> I I hope it's real. And if it is real, I would say the name of it is like ride the turnbuckle to my heart or something. <laughs> it's probably called I love animals so I suplex the princess is probably wow. You're right. what that's, it's called. I, that's you watch too many animes, dude. <laughs> okay, I found the on-screen keyboard. You did? Wow, I'm proud of you. This is... All right, now, so... you know what? Don't subscribe to the Patreon. We don't need it anymore. Nick's good with his on-screen keyboard. All right, anime <laughs> vending Why are you still show. on that one? <laughs> because that's what I want to see, the picture of a girl carrying a vending oh machine God. on her back all the way across the fucking reborn as a vending machine. Oh, I wander the... Yep, that's wow, it. This is kind of badass. Right, I want to see this. it. It looks pretty great. Oh my god! Okay, if, if it, and for our podcast listeners, don't worry. I know this is mainly audio. The vending machine <laughs> is red. I got you guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> okay. Nick, what's a uh, this wrestling one? Yeah, I, th- I think it's real. What do you think? I think it's real too. I feel like Japan's obsessed with wrestling. I think yeah, that sounds right. It could not be. Yeah. I don't know if they're obsessed. With, yeah, actually, they do. They are. They do have a lot of wrestling over there. You're right. They do. Okay. They do. Let's go with real. What do you think? It is real. A 2019 anime called Kemono Michi Rise Up. Cool. Spell that really slow because I'm typing it on my my screen. K-E-M-O-N-O. Sorry, I made a mistake. Oh my God. I'm going to fight you so hard. (laughs) I'm going to destroy you, Nick. Oh, Kemono G. I'm going to eviscerate your whole existence. Is that it? Kemono G. killing me. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the dude. It looks like he looks like Little Mac. It doesn't look like a wrestler. Not what I was expecting. He's like, uh, do you say guys see this on the screen? Do you that see is very helpful, Marcus. That's what I want. <laughs> this is what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, good. <laughs> Be born as a vending machine. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it has like googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready for the next question. Now. Thank <laughs> you so much. That was the last question. Oh, we did. It. I think we won the game. We got the most right. <laughs> I declare that we've won the game thank you very much yeah i appreciate it nice i do nice, like nice, the nice. eyes on the vending machine it's very it's a good touch it's very good it looks okay. like mario's hat <laughs> it does okay okay back to the anime we're done with games we're here to talk about real shit speaking like of games what, what kind of real shit being games re-zero there's uh there's a like checkpoint sound that is played every time that he makes an emotional checkpoint or an actual checkpoint anytime he reaches a checkpoint there's a noise that's played which i thought was really cool i didn't hear i didn't i didn't catch that you didn't catch that no you're just smarter than me marcus stop showing off sorry i don't mean to brag (laughs) about my big brain but so after the first (laughs) after the first arc of him 
finally surviving that evil lady mm-hmm. and he saved the day he does this really cute thing where uh, Amelia's like how can i ever repay you and he's like the thing that i want is your name which i feel and- like is so dumb and it made me angry it's exactly what that person would say though it was that nice After- guy thing that i was telling you about earlier where it's like I feel like he, I like if he was being true to himself, he would have been like, "Show me your tits" or something. You know what I mean? Because like that's yeah. kind of who he was. Um, and, he, and a hundred percent. And a real nice person would have said that. Wait, a real what? nice person would. A person that's actually nice would have would have said, oh, "Just, just your name." Yes, you know, something yes, like yes. that. Sorry, I thought you but meant a real nice person would have said, "Show me your inti- tits." I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, no. A, but a really, really nice person would have been like, "Yo." <laughs> What that booty do, girl? It's like that movie. It's that movie with Eggsy, the Kingsman, mm. where she's like, "If you save the world, I'll let you put it in the butt." Very true to life. <laughs> okay. Very true to life. Okay. So and cute, then we sorry. end up and we wake up at the mansion, and then it sets up the whole arc where we're at Amelia's mansion, and we meet the Lord of the mansion and the librarian and the and the maids, mm-hmm. and we get a whole like six seven episode arc at the mansion. Yes, you meet you meet Ram and Rom. Rem, I knew because I'm a weeb and I exist in the weeb world. I feel I like seen I've, seen Rem I've seen Rem everywhere. everywhere. Rem everywhere. is like top tier waifu for a lot of fans who watch this show. Rem is best girl to yes. most people. Yep. And Al, you can add one more person on that list of <laughs> Is it you? You like Rem? Listen, I'm not saying I like Rem, but if somebody, if a patron or somebody bought me a Rem statue, it would be added to my shelf behind me immediately. Honestly, I would I would have a Rem statue. <laughs> I would I would in a heartbeat. But I would in a heartbeat. Here's my problem with Rem. And I feel like I don't know. We're, we've we been talking for over an hour. Maybe we can jump around a little bit more. But I think that I like her character progression. But I think that later on, when we jump to the point where she does love Subaru, mm-hmm. I think that it didn't feel like enough. It felt like they were doing that thing that I don't like about Isekais, where like there's always one woman who's just throwing herself at the feet of the protagonist because they're so awesome and cool and great, you know? And I get that that's not the reason why she was doing it, but the writing felt like it was unearned. I, before I comment on what I think about Rem, you can buy a statue of Rem that is wearing Subaru's jacket. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's very cute. It's very cute. Is that the one you want? I just wanted that. Honestly, I would take any of these. Okay. She is in a bikini in the one on, right underneath. So it's kind of like, you know, a toss up. six of one, half dozen of another. But okay. I don't know. I, I, I think I, so, so you meet Rem and Ram and there are these, Rem and, Rem and Ram, and they're the two maids, they're twins. One is better than the other, and there's this whole, like, in this arc, there's this whole long storyline about the two of them. It, and it does it really smart, because it starts off that they're very stereotypical maids. They're very stereotypical, just pretty girls in the background in an anime. All the tropes, you know, they're sexualized for no reason, you don't know what's going on, and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, like, bit by bit by bit because we're in this time loop thing mm-hmm. you, you he keeps doing things to make all their guards go down in different ways yes so by the end of that arc you like know so much about them and they're such interesting characters like they're not like it doesn't reinvent the wheel or anything they're like these two demon girl twins and when a twin is a, a demons are born as twins each of them take a horn so they're like mm-hmm. power divided and the other swister was better but she lost her horn protecting the one so she feels like she needs to make yes. up for being the better one and it's this 
honestly, I really, really enjoy the story. I, I, I will say that I, I honestly really bought the nature of Rem's feelings by the end because I think it easily could have happened that uh, Ram was the one that got obsessed with Subaru if he took the right path. Yeah. But the last path before that arc ended had just a lot to do with Rem and saving Rem and Rem saving him. I think the reason that I buy it is because they're not like people. They're not like normal people. They're like demons. They're, they are. She is so emotionally stunted like she has never gotten affection at all like i don't know if it's i'm not saying it's healthy but i'm saying Mm -hmm. i buy it because she has never gotten affection from anybody besides her sister which is also mixed in with like this weird pity thing so it's not even real from her and subaru even though he's this kind of an asshole he's never like insincere about like those small moments yeah which is why like rem falls rem falls for him so like in those little moments when he's like taking care of her and like being nicer and saying things like you're your own person it has nothing to do with ram like this is the first she's ever heard it in her life and as far as animes go like hearing that was enough justification for me like i I bought that she was in love and like i also really liked it because it implied she was in love then she kind of said she was in love then she said she was in love then she really said she was in love and it had to do with the time loops because the state because the way Subaru was redoing the time loops the stakes got get, kept getting bigger yeah, yeah, and yeah. bigger and bigger so it did this cool thing where you could see how much she would reveal with these stakes how much she would reveal with these stakes how much with this and how much mm-hmm. with this and I, I don't know I just, it was just I've, I've never really seen that before I, I, I don't know I bought it I bought it I like that. yeah Rem is the best girl. I, I would say that I like Rem, but I think that the I just don't like the groveling. I just don't like that she's like oh all over for him. And I I do I do believe that sure. she loves him as someone also with the tragic backstory. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I get the like the first person being nice wow, to you. Wow, that got deep. Like, You're totally yeah. Uh-huh, you know what right. I mean? Like I can yes, relate to that for it. sure. But at you the same it. time. It's like one, it's not healthy, but two, it's also like it just it just seemed like too much. Like I get it yeah. and I relate to it, but maybe if they scaled it back a little bit, I would have appreciated it a bit more. Because I mean, how oh. much time has passed, right? Like, like even from his perspective, I get him loving Amelia more than Amelia loves him. I get that because he's gone through so many loops and done so many things for her. But it's been like a couple of it felt like it's been like a couple of weeks. You never fallen in some, love with someone else a couple of weeks, dude. Come on. <laughs> I know you have. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I, and you know what? One reason why I think I buy it is because of that one moment, which I thought was honestly one of the best moments of the show for me, because mm-hmm. it just I don't know. I, I, I know I'm a sucker for it, but anytime an anime that's so big and grandiose and epic and shonen like ha- takes a moment to do something like this, I just appreciate it so much. The moment when Rem revealed that she loved him. But in a but in such a subtle way, because Subaru was said after he's given up one too many times in one of these loops, he said, let's just run away. And he wasn't applying anything with it. He was just like, I need to get away. You're here. It would benefit me to have you with me because you're strong. And then Rem started to tell her dream. She she very sincerely started to say her dream of what they would be like together, like in the future. And it Uh was so sweet. And she started to cry and talk about how they could be like an old couple 
with like little inside jokes and everyone would say look there they look still so in love even they're old and we would have a baby and this and that and it's because i love you subaru but we can't do that because we have other responsibilities and it was like so sincere that i fucking i was like i am i buy you cry i'm done did you cry i would have cried if i didn't have to watch 25 episodes in like three days (laughs) (laughs) i i was at work if i wasn't on our hour four of watching that anime that night i would have cried yes so i feel like because of our lives a little peek behind the veil we're very busy also just like work and and our regular life is very busy so like watching the whole season was a lot i ended up having to like have it on at work while i was like trying to work (laughs) and i was incriminating yourself in during this episode i was sitting at my desk in my cubicle tearing up holding back tears so you bought it too (laughs) i did buy it but just like there was still just the fact like i liked what she was saying it's the groveling and it was written really well but i don't think that just just because that moment was written well i don't think that it was perfect you know what i mean i'm still critical of it sure but i did like it sure too i can hear that i disagree you're fucking wrong but oh my you God. can have <laughs> uh, so in the mansion you also meet beatrice who's really cool she's this little like magic user who says blah 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 i suppose it's very cute it's so she annoying seems like she no, knows fuck you no Nick, going- you're wrong sorry you said i was wrong about the other thing you're wrong her saying i suppose after every fucking sentence was so annoying it almost broke me i was like i'm gonna have to tell I'm going to have to tell old man Rob I can't watch the show because this little girl keeps saying, I suppose, after every sentence. It was killing me. Killing me, Nick. Oh, yeah. Old man Rom did point out hello to Noah in the chat, by the way. Old man Rom pointed out there was a month when they were supposed to go on yes. that date. There was a month there. So it wasn't a couple days. It was like a month and a half. But also, there is a statue with Rem with angel rings. That's very cute. Oh but also, God. to your point, I agreed with you about Beatrice's, I suppose. I was like, oh, that's fun. And then by the third or fourth time she said, I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm fucking over. I'm fucking, mm-hmm. this is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like most things for me, Marcus, it looped back the other way. No! By the end, I was, <laughs> by the time she was revealing, like she, it seemed like she knew more about what was going on than she was letting on. I suppose that like last time I was like, yeah, Beatrice, you're fucking cool. What's going on with you? I want to get, where's your, where's your tragic backstory? I would like her more <laughs> if she didn't say, I suppose all the time. That's my so you're one. So you're somebody who watches the redubbing of naruto without the i believe i believe yes. it i would watch someone edit out all the i believe it's of naruto that would or be perfect it, yeah. uh and then we also during that arc there's only like one or two more things to say about the arc because it's really nice and the way it ends up i think it's a clever way it ends up wrapping up because sometimes it's rem kills him sometimes it's ram then but then you find out the really real reason he's dying is because these demons are getting in and they all fight the demons and it's it's very it's yes it doesn't do anything for the plot it's really weird because this is my favorite arc it doesn't do anything for the plot not really but there's a lot for the characters but it's all character it's all character yeah and i think there's there's just the little moments of of like for example subaru when he first does the loop he's like as for payment you can let me work here and he fucking sucks at it and then he loops again he's like as your payment i'll fucking work here 
and he's like a little better at it. And then he wises up and he's like, fuck this. And he's like, for payment, you can let me live here for free. So, and then yeah. that time, uh, Rem kills him because he's, susp- he's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he has to go back. He's like, for, so I will I will work here. And then he's like getting better at it. Yeah, and like yeah. all those like little things of like, now he can cut an apple. Like all those little things are what like really makes the show shine yes. for me. Like the, the, the fighting's cool. The characters are interesting. The dialogue's pretty good. But it, it's those moments of why I love time travel it's why about time is one of my favorite movies i also think that he's speaking of his personality and his characteristics i think that he's improving at a realistic rate right like he's not all of a sudden the best or he's not all of a sudden a good person it takes a long time you know it's like two more arcs after this it takes the entire first season for him to even get to a point where i'm like okay he's He's changing for yeah. the better. Agreed. Which is one of the best parts, I think. It, it's really yeah. what makes this show stand out mm-hmm. as like real and different. And then after that arc, we get a little plot and we find out that Amelia is one of five princesses, basically, who can become ruler of the land. And you get when Subaru breaks into the ceremony and you get the argument and you get this part. This is and the this is where I started liking the anime. I got it. I hated it. I hated it. I was like, this is, I, I am not enjoying it. There are parts like we talked about. There are parts that I, I enjoyed about it, uh-huh. but I was waiting for my, I was waiting with care. Like this whole time. I just didn't care. I was like, I don't care. I don't care about Rem. I don't care about Ram. I don't care about anybody. I don't wow. care. Cold, and cold heart. when it, when the five princesses thing came, I was like, okay, we're playing political games now. Interesting. And then like, and it and this it, this part also was really important because I feel like Subaru's true nature starts to come out and he like is no longer he's been here for a little while. He's a little bit more comfortable and his like him being a piece of shit is like starts to have consequences, which was my problem before where it was like it didn't really have consequences to anybody that he was a piece of shit. You know, I disagree so oh my god much. because because i was in the show right i was like i'm here for these little moments i just said the mansion arc was my favorite one and i'm pretty sure most people disagree with that when this happened and that argument happened for the next like four episodes dealing with the strife of the, like the politics are cool i was also excited yeah, about yeah. the politics all the other yeah. like four candidates were super interesting yeah. you find out one of them has felt the yes. the the orphan from earlier super interesting that was all cool you get to meet more knights you get to meet more world i love world building but when they had subaru lean in so much mm-hmm. to be the fucking bastard you thought he was and the the and this show does something really weird that i've never seen a show do it let him languish in that for episodes Yes. He was an asshole for episodes. I loved he it. was an idiot, but I hated it. I hated watching it. This was the moment when I was like, I fucking hate this show. This sh- if this is if this is what the show is, I'm fucking done. I'm gonna fucking destroy the Patreon. I'm gonna blow up the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna find out where our patron lives, and I'm gonna fucking yell at him for ruining my life, making me watch the middle of the show because I was because when moments like this happen, I just get this like fe- like feeling in my point. gut. That's the point. I hate it. I hate it. It's real. My... I no. loved it. I I love this escapism, so Marcus. Much. Escapism. I'm here I... for a escapism i was like this is fantastic finally because there was a disconnect for me before this i didn't give a shit because there was just he was being fake he was being fake as fuck this whole time 
And this is Subaru. Subaru is like a, a piece of shit. And he thinks that like Amelia owes him something. Owes him. And he does yeah. nice things so she can owe him. And that's not why you do nice things. That's not a good person. This goes back to my point earlier of him being like a nice guy, you know? But I don't want to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's gosh. so fucking awful like I, uh, and like I, i'm obviously exaggerating for comedic effect but if i'm being honest i really that pit in my stomach really bothered me like i was really yeah. like off kilter and like mm -hmm. almost queasy with yeah. like how bad i felt with like watching this because because in my head i was just like dude just go fucking jump off the cliff and fix this like what are you doing why do you suck so much like what is happening like obviously you messed up like just admit it and fucking move like yeah he, he had so much growing to to do like i knew he had to grow yeah, right yeah, yeah like that's a part of the show obvious from the beginning but the amount he had to grow was not presented until this moment yes and it was a fucking lot it yeah. was hard to watch yeah. it was hard to watch but that's a point you know? that's my problem too it was like i knew he had to grow but at no point were they like working on that really he was growing in such small little amounts but he was still being fake so it just didn't it just felt like i was like i don't give a shit like, if you're not going to be real, if you're not going to, like, actually care or show me that he's trying to change, then why do I? I'm not going to watch this show. I don't give a shit. If he's just going to be the yeah. same character from beginning to end, then I don't need to be watching this. But this is the moment where you realize he has a lot of growing to do. And then the next couple of arcs after that deal with that deal with him having to grow. i i think i think it is a flaw of the show that in that moment i felt so bad that i didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel however ultimately i do agree with you because after this moment of showing how deep of a well he had to get out of the last 10 episodes or so of the show really fucking hit hard mm -hmm. and like the growing he does is so significant and yeah. real yeah like the the conversations he's having with people the way he's grappling the little moments of him trying to like plead with the other candidates for royalty and the way he has to learn to negotiate and like step up and just fucking guys he one of the reasons he sucks is he had this fight with his knife for no fucking reason at all. He threw all the loops. At the first, he apologizes like a shitty apology, but then he like yeah. really apologizes. But then like by the end, he like asks for forgiveness mm -hmm. in so many words, like in a significant, yeah. real, honest, like growth moment. And it's so satisfying did we have to go so deep to get there i don't know i feel like i've seen things and felt that way coming out without going that far down yeah yeah but i will say that the writer does fucking scoop us fucking out like yeah. the way we get to the end totally emphasizes what you're saying god i felt very like icky though <laughs> but you need low felt... lows to get high highs you know what i mean <laughs> like always though i don't know <laughs> you need them it was i don't know i i would have hated right. the show i think you're right if it didn't do this turn i would have been sitting here absolutely bashing the show uh, the opposite yeah. of you you would have gone to old man rom's house and yelled at him if if it stayed this way i would have gone to his house and yelled at him if it didn't happen at Go all that way so just to speak on for a little bit because we're almost out of time the after that big moment basically the last arc is you find out the witch's cult is going to kill amelia or mm. or mo or even you even find out really later that they want to use amelia to resurrect the witch of envy yes. which is we find out has something to do with restart from zero mm -hmm. um and the arc is the, the looping of trying to get amelia to safety but the crazy thing is 
the first time the loop happens, Subaru hasn't learned shit. And he's yes. doing it for the same shitty, shitty reasons. And then he mm -hmm. dies. And then he tries to do it again, pretending to do better reasons and fails because it's not yeah. real. But then that one breaks him. This was th this was probably one of the hardest moments to watch yeah. because like I was already at a low and I was and he was still not growing. So I was still fucking like we're talking about it like it was one moment, but it was like four or four, four, five episodes. Yeah, where yeah, it's just yeah, like it fucking was wild. And it, and it leads all the way down to that moment where he's literally like catatonic mm -hmm. from fucking PTSD of dying yes <laughs> basically yeah, he, he basically goes through a whole life just being catatonic yeah and you get honestly i think one of the most horrific moments of the show where he meets sloth from the witch's cult uh, and Beetlegeist or whatever yeah 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 and rem and them fight him in the cave and yeah. rem gets fucking tortured mm -hmm. and fucking that's the first time she says like i love you to subaru and it like fucks him up and it fucked me up and i was like fucking yeah. upset and fucking it, i was wild and then it starts to pick up from there yeah you yeah, know yeah. Well, until he, the last loop, which is like a big heroic turn. Basically, he does the Beetle Guys thing and then he realizes like, oh, we have to get there early to warn them and protect everybody. But then yeah. there's a giant white whale that like kills yeah. you and makes people forget you existed if you die in the fog. And then so yeah. then they have to deal with that. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I fucking I can't. You fucking can't do this. And that's when you have the episode where he's like, Rom or Rem, let's run away together because he's yeah. like, I'm broken. But and honestly, I feel like that moment is the turning point. I feel like 100 yeah. percent that moment is 100 percent the turning point of when it starts to go like this. And yeah. I don't know if it has to do with the fact that no one has ever sincerely loved Subaru and he sees that. And it's the kind of thing where he like he wants to be worthy of the love mm -hmm. or if it's just that kind of real emotion signified, oh, what she's describing is what i want with amelia so he realizes yeah. that's real love or it, it, i think it's all the things at once right yeah, yeah, yeah. but from then on there's no more honestly there's no more mr sad guy subaru there's no more fucking woe is me subaru mm -hmm. he fucking tries yes like, before in the beginning he was trying and he was still kind of being shitty and then he was just being shitty and then there was just him trying yeah and just him trying after all that shittiness wow was that like fucking rewarding yeah right but that's that's his whole character growth right like he is a hikikomori yeah. he is a do nothing person he does nothing he wants to sit at home and do nothing oh that's all he wants to do and so for him to genuinely try and not only that but try for the right reasons is like yeah. was great to see it was well written yeah. like he legitimately wants to save amelia and even in that last loop you really see it because he's wearing a disguise right when he gets to amelia to try to save yes. her like he doesn't want to take credit in those moments like exactly, like he, yeah. he literally at the beginning he's like i am your savior i am your hero <laughs> of might of destiny and i'm here yeah and, and then, later and on then he's just like you know by the end ahead. of the season he's like oh uh, no i he's like he's not after they defeat the white whale he's like no i mean that was all you guys like i didn't really do anything and everyone's like no but he like, actually did a lot you did a lot you, you helped <laughs> you did a, a lot, dude. lot. he <laughs> stood on top of the fucking whale it was a badass fucking i love moment. when the the leader is like oh like look at this piece of shit look at this weak piece of shit he's so weak and frail and he's out there running to fight this that was great. whale and you guys that are super doing great. nothing every single one of you is stronger than him i love great. fucking moments like that it was really fucking great yeah.
that fucking moment and also just fucking listen sorry uh i got distracted I so i got distracted because one of the outfits you can buy with the rem statue oh is my god outfit. jesus christ so, you in the fucking so, rem statue so oh so then then it fucking did that great thing that shonen did where we got like a, almost like a three episode like little mini arc with willem in the fucking middle of the anime mm-hmm. and i found and i found out later watching one of mother's ba- basement's fucking videos that they did release like a three little manga series about wilhelm as a kid uh, with his like swordsman wife and like cool fucking marrying her that's like where that came from just like when they did the kakashi one in naruto when he was young like that thing so it was like from from real canon which was Mm -hmm. really nice like i i thought every time characters show up like that and you think they're nobody but they seem like super like interesting and they get they take a beat to do that but it doesn't feel like distracting from the story it's really rewarding it was really nice that whole whale fight pretty awesome when it started i was like this is gonna be stupid why the fuck do i give a shit about (laughs) fighting a fucking white whale we literally know a cult is coming literally the next day who Same. the fuck cares about a whale Same. and then the three episodes they devoted the whale was like best fucking part of the show i was like this is cool shit i was in the same place i thought it was gonna be yeah. stupid and it ended up being really cool yeah and then we got all the the loops of killing the cult and mm-hmm. defeating the cult mm-hmm. because his reef from zero ended up being right after the white whale thank god like thank god. imagine having to do it that way well but thing that's again. another thing too that's scary because you never know when the restart from zero thing is going to happen like you, exactly it could be anything any moment and he could be fucked yeah. and have to like restart from a, a far away save point and then fight the whale again or whatever and yeah. so that's another thing that adds to the horror aspect of the anime now what do you think is going on because the show does a good job at keeping us in the dark and suspense uh-huh. about the witch of envy about what's going on with subaru I, yeah. I i have like a couple of random theories but like what do you think's going on there with the darkness inside uh, of him and the, the hands and my, the cult my theory is that the witch wants to use amelia to bring her body back right we know that for a fact because they say it. so we she wants so, to take yeah. over amelia's body is what the cult says yeah so we think that's what the cult that. says but then the sure. witch said something that made us seem different for what like that one say? second when when sloth was inside of him and he she he had the witch come out yeah and she said the witch was unworthy i don't it, it implied it could have been amelia but it didn't he, say yeah, it. Yeah, i'm just he, i'm just saying he, it was like unclear yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna say that that that's her plan right so i think yeah. that she brought this guy here subaru to this world and gave him the rebirth power so he yeah. would fall in love with amelia and protect her body so that way she can get it when oh. she needs to. So once Amelia's oh. in charge and once Amelia's on the throne, then work her the way gonna... into Amelia's body. Oh, Subaru is just a pawn to protect Amelia for the That's wow. what I think. I didn't I didn't think I didn't think that far into it. And that sounds like super correct. <laughs> okay. You're very smart. You're very smart. That's very that makes a lot of sense. I was that makes say, a what lot was your theory? Well, I didn't really have one. I was kind of confused. I was like, I know it's the Witch of Envy inside of him. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I'm still confused of like why Subaru, why him, yeah, why at this moment, like that still isn't clear. Maybe but just I didn't because... think I had to do. Yeah, I didn't think it had to do with Amelia. I thought it had mm-hmm. to do with Subaru. I thought there was something about, uh, special okay. about Subaru. But what you said reinforces the point of the show, right? Yeah, that it Subaru is not special. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that is the point. 
you know, which reinforces what you said. I think maybe she just knew he was, uh, it could even go as far. I don't know if, I don't know if I add this as part of my theory or not, but like I, it could even go as far as she knew he was a loser and that he would attach himself to the first woman that he saw kind of thing, you know? Oh, that's why. Oh, that makes sense. And also there's a REM statue where she's wearing a blue witch uniform with like a witch hat. And she's holding like a wand and she's like, here we go. Guys, like join that hat. Patreon and let us <laughs> help us buy more REM statues. That's all I want. All I want are these REM statues. You know what? who my waifu is? Who? My waifu is 2B from Near Automata. That's my waifu of choice. I, what is it? 2B from Near Automata. How do you spell 2B with the 2? Yeah, number 2, letter B. Oh, the that kind of looks like rem <laughs> uh no she's her they own both character have the same hair very hair. high she's taller wow. than they rem bo- okay wow. she's taller than- <laughs> <laughs> they're like so much alike dude which one came first uh i don't know but 2b is better up. than rem so i don't know what you're talking about they're not the same at all they look nothing alike everyone google do your research wow i think i feel like they came out the same year because near automata came out in 2017 Oh, so did ReZeros, isn't it? Maybe 2012. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. ReZeros first. Rem well, is best girl. Nope. I'm going to fight you so hard. <laughs> Join the Patreon so I can buy a statue of 2B. <laughs> is that not, it has nothing to do with what the show we're doing. Stop shilling. <laughs> whatever um, I want 2B so, statue. So, <laughs> whatever I want a statue. So, so yeah. So that's kind of where it leaves off. And then there's that great cliffhanger that I think you might not have gotten because I watched the director's cut. Oh, okay. What was the cliffhanger for you? How did yours end? What was the last moment of the show? I don't remember. I think they just wrapped it up nicely and... And they were in a carriage and said, this is great and goodbye. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because oh, oh, that actually, was just in mind. It was, it was a conversation with Subaru was on Emilia's lap. And he oh, had his head that was on her the lap. show. That That's was the right the before show. the ending for me. And there was one more scene after that where they were in the carriage driving away. And it was back to cutesy moments. And Subaru said, there's something I got to tell you. I'm so sorry. I have to tell you. I don't know why this is weird. I just I need to tell you. Uh, Rem says she's in love with me. And then Amelia looks at him and blinks a couple times. And she says, uh, Subaru, I'm sorry. Who's Rem? <gasps> and credits. What? That's the ending of the director's cut. Yes. What is that? How? What? <laughs> yes. That's stupid. What is that stupid? Uh, why? Why? Wh- how did that happen? The white whale got her? What happened? I don't know. Remember, they left oh her back god. in town because she was hurt. I have no fucking idea. Oh my god, Nick. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, and that is the end of the show. Guys, that's uh that's re-zero. Is there anything else from the from the show you want to hit on? We hit most of the characters. We yeah, hit I would say even Julius and people like a little bit, you know, but we can talk about them more if you want. Oh, they weren't sure they would get it season two. Oh, yeah. okay, hold on. We got some updates from Old Man Rob. The anime aired in 2016. The director's cut came out shortly before season two in 2020. They weren't sure they would get a season two in 2016. Okay, so maybe that's why they ended it that way. And then they, when they edited it again, they were like, ooh, teasy, teasy. Okay, totally. cool. And it totally worked. Because I was uh, like, oh! <laughs> I would say that there are moments where I'm like, it's very anime-y, where I feel like they could write some of the women characters a little better and flesh them out a little yeah. bit more is my biggest criticism. Because they feel very one-dimensional. And like even even the the badass leader of the like uh, who who's also gonna be one of the dragon queens or whatever the fuck like even her 
she was like, oh, I was thinking about you sexually. You could have been a husband, but I did, you know, like I changed my mind or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. I was like, why, why can't these just be two people that respect each other and not bring up like sex or relationships or anything like that? And he's like, oh, you would have been my third choice after Rem and whatever. Like, I don't know. It was just awkward after this epic fight to have that like weird conversation. Uh, her name's Crush Karsten. Yes. I, I, maybe I'm too forgiving because the truth is this is still way more characterization for females than we get most of the time. <laughs> I know, like, but the yeah, fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that she was like a leader of the army and was like independent and she was like, and her boobs were jiggling everywhere. She, <laughs> she was wearing armor for the fight. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm uh, saying her boobs weren't jiggling everywhere. Oh, oh she, they weren't. They weren't. They yeah, weren't yeah, yeah, jiggling exactly. everywhere. She was actually like, she was actually one of the most sexual characters I've seen in animal that wasn't sexualized like the whole time. Like she mm-hmm. was using she was she was using her feminine wiles she was like saying things in a specific way to flirt and be sexy but she wasn't walking around in a bikini the whole time she wasn't like sexualized by everyone else she was still like super like in charge like mm-hmm. sexy you know mm-hmm. like I, okay. I i don't know i think i think overall like most of the characters like i think it's a, a big problem in anime and i think out of all the problems i've seen i would say this is less problematic than huh. most things i've seen i would but say i understand what you mean because you're still right lot, you're still right you're still not, right it's it's still a problem though to be fair also uh-huh. to be fair the woman the women in this show have uh, infinitely more characterization than any of the guys besides maybe subaru yes but like i don't it, know anything but about the, the lord all i don't know anything interactions about. are like around how great he is and it just i don't know it's kind of it's getting annoying but it and I think it could be better. Sure. That's all I'm saying. It could be better. Sure. I think that like there is room to grow. And just because it's not the worst that anime has to offer doesn't mean that it's doing the best job either. I suppose so. I, I bought it when it's borderline uh, harem, but it. it's not harem. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's it could mm. turn harem at any given moment. Sure, but I like harem. <laughs> i grew up on tenshi muyo bro like like get, like like get now at this point all i want in the next season is subaru with all these girls living in a house together that's for no this reason. is why this that's is, all, there you go that's, that's what it is that's what it is okay i'm ready nick. for it okay nick what is your challenge for me or oh, actually i have we uh, we did questions. you like the show marcus i like the show i turned i hated the beginning and then i it turned me to its side what about you did you like the show i did a very big up down up but very high up by the end i was very satisfied with the way that final arc really really fucking grew subaru and i'm really excited about you know uh, how it ended would you recommend this show yeah yeah i think anybody that likes anime likes anime tropes like shonen would enjoy the show i think it it play any anybody that likes anime and are self-aware enough to notice when they're playing with tropes like a one punch man or or something like that is like really like up their wheelhouse i think would love and even if you're just like you love anime and you're a fucking weeboo i also think you would love this because all the tropes are still there if you're if you're not big brain enough to know why why it's why it's circumventing those things that's then you'll still love the show there's like pretty girls and cool fights (laughs) yeah yeah pretty girls and cool fights listen rem is best girl i'm just saying oh my god i would recommend the show i think yeah i think i think uh, i don't know what i was thinking about this question earlier i was like i wouldn't recommend it but if you can make it through 18 episodes 
but also there's a chance you might like it before that. Think yeah, I it's did. worth watching. Yeah. Are you going to continue Unless watching? I am. Yeah, yes. Like it's just okay. it's just a hard yes for me. Yeah, I really liked it. I'm really excited to watch more. I think you? I'm going to continue watching, but I think I'm going to switch to the director's cut version. There is only a director's cut for the first season. Oh, on Crunchyroll said there is for season two. Oh, on HBO there is only 20 minute episodes for season two. Oh, on Crunchyroll it had like season one director's cut and season two director's cut. I think. But let me look. Hey, well, if that's the case, uh, more power to you. Hell yeah. It's not on HBO Max. And I also am going to continue watching it. Marcus, that's the show. Yeah. Thank you to Old Man Rom one more time for giving us re-zero. Yeah, thank you, you Old have, Man Rom. Uh, you have affected our lives. I was, mm-hmm. honestly, it was it was formative. This was this was a different experience that I've experienced before in an anime. And I'm, I, I'm glad I watched it. I'm really glad I watched it. Season two does have a director's cut on Crunchyroll. Oh, weird. Cool. So I might watch that instead of the regular version well i'm watching an hbo so i guess i'm gonna go to the regular <laughs> <laughs> okay nick your challenge to me before we end the episode listen i didn't want to do it i didn't want to do it i i was sitting here before we started the podcast saying marcus i think i know what i'm gonna give you but i don't want to do it and you said no i want something old and irrelevant i want oh, something no. easy because guys we have just watched a whole season a brand new movie a whole season mm-hmm. we are tired we need a break we need something to turn our brains off we need something that is easy to watch that's easily mm-hmm. digestible that we're going to make an easy episode on and guys it's my challenge this week so don't mm-hmm. worry i got you i'm gonna give us all that marcus your challenge is a little movie from 2007 that I watched a bunch. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's got everything. It's got teenage angst. It's got music. It's got friendship. Okay. Uh, and it's based off of a very popular doll series. Marcus, next week we're doing the Brass movie. Oh my God. <laughs> 2007. Brass. Oh my God. Old Brass. Man Rom saved Brass. me. Brass movie. He gave me something good to watch. And now Brass. I'm going to have Brass. to watch Brass again. It's not my breaditude. Oh my Get the latitude. It it's uh, my attitude. I hate it's my so bratitude. Uh, 2007. And Marcus, you're a monster. And for everyone out there, guys, you can all watch this for zero dollars. This movie is so good in such high demand and is so popular. It is for free to watch on YouTube right now. The whole entire movie. <laughs> Legally, it's it's just there to watch. Oh, on my YouTube. God. Uh, OK, cool. Well, we're going to watch Bratz next week. I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. It's not my gratitude. Oh, my God. Uh, guys, follow us everywhere at Now Try This Cast. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash now try this cast become a patron join the conversation next month is october we're really excited about it more news coming your way about that soon go ahead and watch us live on twitch.tv slash now try this cast every thursday 8 p.m eastern standard time mm-hmm. pick up the episode every monday wherever you get your podcast and guys if you can't give money if you don't have instagram you can't do anything things just go to itunes leave us a five-star review it really helps the visibility of the show and we'll be eternally grateful hell yeah Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Hit up that Patreon, hit up all those sites, and go out there and try some things. Good night. Good night. Gratitude. It's not your gratitude. It's just an attitude. I want to be real rude, but I don't need to be shrewd.
touch my it's, butthole. It's my bratitude. It's my bratitude.